Have you ever wondered what heaven is like? Do you ever wish you could meet a real life saint? Ever imagined what it takes to be a saint? You are not alone. Really, heaven is not a prison and the saints are not secluded. Join us on the discovery of a lifetime as we probe the mystery of the communion of saints. Find that the promise of heaven begins now and companionship with the saints begins today. No longer strangers, bonding with the saints in heaven and on earth. No longer strangers, this is your host, Father Taylor. Hope everybody has been having a happy new year. It's strange that we're already at the beginning of 2023. We're embarking on a new year. A lot of new things before us, but as always, we want to put before us God's blessing. So let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, we thank you and praise you for the gifts and the graces you give us in our time and our land. Lord, we ask you to bless us, bless our new year, and we ask that our plans may conform with your plans, that your will may become our will. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, um, it's been a bit of an active or interesting week pretty much since beginning of the year, since the passing of Pope Benedict XVI, um, since the upcoming Epiphany. So I just kind of wanted to get on and offer just some reflections on this new year, reflecting on Pope Benedict, and some ways maybe we can look at growing in the new year. We always you know, want to say we grow in the new year, always want the new year to be different, but at the same time, we, we we fear the new year being different. We fear it being the same. You know, that's kind of the thing. We we ultimately want the same thing we don't want. It's ironic. You know, we want life. We want all the things of life. We want happiness. We want to do the things we can do. We want our ability to do those things. But we don't want life with parameters. We don't want inabilities. We want we don't want prohibitions. We we don't want, you know, thing sufferings ultimately. We don't want those things. And that's just what life offers us. You know, I think every one of these 2020 years, we're afraid of doing 2020. You know, we all know or most of us know what 2020 was like. Um and we're seeing like a little meme. There's a whole bunch of people crowded together and they're, they have this long stick and they're trying to push this door open. The door says 2023. You know, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to have another, you know, pandemic? Are we going to have more riots? Are we going to have another? I don't know. You know, we don't know. And part of us kind of just wants to, you know, we, we want, again, like that, that beautifulness of life, but part of us also doesn't want to do life. We don't want to do these things again. We're afraid of being like, you know, um, Bill Murray and, and, and Groundhogs. They have just, you know, we, it's the whole thing over and over again. We just continue to play out the same struggles we've experienced and seen. And that's ultimately like our kind of our greatest fear is that we're, we won't escape the things that this, that this world shows us. We don't we don't want the things that we have seen happening in the past to reoccur again. We, you know, we want a new 
we want a new world, but at the same time, we don't want a new world because the new world kind of shows that, well, there's a, there's a lot of uncertainties out there. We, we don't know what that could show. We, we just want to continue living the joyful things that we know of. And, um, you know, in, in reflecting on this, I'm, I want to reflect on some words that Pope Benedict spoke. You know, Pope Benedict, we, we're more, still mourning his loss. Um, such a theological mind. He is such a theologically minded person. We, I mean, our world has seen in him just some beautiful things. I really hope that everyone can try to read some things by Pope Benedict. He has three beautiful encyclicals, which all are very great. But um, Deus Caritas S, God is love, is fabulous. Um, Space Salvi, Saved in Hope, is my favorite, probably my favorite encyclical ever. Um, just so beautiful. And so I'm actually going to read a little something from Space Salve. This is what he talks about. He says that eternity is not an unending succession of days in the calendar, but something more like the supreme moment of satisfaction in which totality embraces us and we embrace totality. This we can only attempt. It would be like plunging into the ocean of infinite love, a moment in which time the before and after no longer exist. We can only attempt to grasp the idea that such a moment is life in the full sense, a plunging ever anew into the vastness of being in which we are simply overwhelmed with joy. You know, when we think about eternity, I think we just, again, we think it's just going to be like a continuation, just like we're just going to have a continuation of years and days and you know, all those things, but no, eternity is just, it's like a permanence of that one greatest moment, the one greatest moment where we are embraced, not just by eternity, but by God himself. And so when we look to the new year, you know, that should be where our eyes are set is on obviously not trying to just, you know, prolong good things in this life or trying to create each day a new little like fabrication of happiness or something. But we need to, in every day, try to touch the eternal. Try to discover and relish that which is going to be eternity. You know, in encountering God's love, which is something we can do, something we're called to do. We, we encounter God's love in, in, in the Mass, in our prayers, in the sacraments, all those things. We, we encounter that which is going to be the moment of all eternity. And we can have that moment at every moment at all the times. So in this new year, that's kind of the big thing is let's not, you know, we're not trying to make just God another part of our life, but trying to make our life, God's life, trying to, to unite those two things together. Um, you know, tomorrow we're, or, you know, we'll be celebrating the epiphany beautiful feast, you know, the, the appearance of God, just this manifestation of God, that again, yes, these things of God are real. They're here. I mean, they, they are touchable. We can see them. We can sense them. And, you know, just like that, that moment of epiphany, the moment that those magi saw the Lord Jesus, that moment of realizing God is real. God is here. That's what we want every moment to be. And not again, just trying in every moment to create these little these little epiphanies like all the time just like oh you know like 
this, you know, but try to just plunge again into the ever present, the ever permanent epiphany of God. You know, he has made himself appear and we, we just have to go back to that. You know, and just like the Magi, I mean, the star they followed had a permanence to it, but that star also, you know, at times was clouded and it was over, it was over covered by, by different things, but it kept shining and they knew that beyond those clouds, that star was there. Same thing with us. Yeah. I mean, our life's going to have sufferings and ups and downs, but we keep in our mind that, yeah, there's some, there, there is this presence of God on the other side. So we, we want to just look in this new year about trying to find that, trying to discover that. One of the things I want to encourage, you know, especially just with obviously the theme of this podcast is again, going back to the saints, going back and seeing how do the saints for me here and now continue to present that eternal reality to me. Um, that's the real gift that the saints can give us is they let us share in that that citizenship they have. They, they let us share in those gifts, those things that they possess as truly living in heaven. And, that, and it's their joy to share them with us. So this year, as every year, and at the beginning of this year, one thing I want to invite us to do is to take saints as a companion, to let them be, to let them be companions for us. Um, there's a couple of different ways we can do this. You know, first of all, I mean, maybe you have a special saint, maybe you don't. But what I invite, first of all, is, you know, look at your own life and see how how are their saints already maybe being companions for me. Look at your birthday. What, what saint is on your birthday? Because, yes, there are saints on your birthday. There will be at least a saint on your birthday. And then maybe just kind of read about that saint. Then look at your occupation. You know, what do you do for a living? What do you enjoy doing? What what situation do you find yourself in? Are you a student? Are you a nurse? Are you struggling with cancer? Whatever it is. Well, there's patron saints for all those things. And look into those saints. Read about them. You know, th- those are some great things we can do. Another thing, and this is just a personal thing I like to do, is if you just still find it hard to kind of like land on one saint, I invite you, you and your family, maybe you and your prayer group, maybe your group of friends, maybe, you know, hopefully even your church community, and put a whole, just take some strips of paper, and on each strip of paper, write a saint's name, so write, a, write a bunch of different saints' names on all those strips of paper, and put them into a basket, put them into a bowl, whatever, um, and then do something that St. Faustina and her community did. You, you say a Hail Mary, commend yourself completely to the Lord. The Lord knows what this new year is going to look like for you. This, the Lord knows what you're going to encounter. And then just dive in. Just pick a saint. Pull a saint. And that will be your saint companion for the new year. You know, maybe you know about the saint when you pick him. Maybe you don't. And that's another thing. You know, maybe when you're doing this exercise, just Google a bunch of different, you know, a whole bunch of different saints. Get a bunch of different saints' names. And you don't have to know about them when you start this. You know, when you're writing them down. You could just, I mean, you may just be like, okay, I have no clue who, you know, Solanus Casey is. I'm going to write his name down. I have no clue who Isaac Jogues is. I have no clue who, you know, Katira Tekawitha is. I, you know, I'm just going to put all these names on different little pieces of pa- strips of paper, put them in this bag. And like I said, you know, you, your family, your friends, church community, y'all get together, you know, say, hey, home, commend yourself and just reach in. 
And when you pick that saint, or really when that saint picks you, that's when the journey begins. Then you read about your saint. Pray to that saint every day. Do a novena to your saint. Get an image of that saint. Put in your house you know, or, or wear a medal of them around their feast day. You know, celebrate. Celebrate on their on their feast day. Um, those are just ways in which we allow, again, that heaven, that constant joy and presence of heaven to become something that's now real for us, for you and I. Um, with that, I want to read just another quote by Pope Benedict. Um, this is, again, from Space Salve. And um, he says, Faith is not merely a personal reaching out toward things to come that are still totally absent. It gives us something. It gives us, even now, something of the reality we are waiting for. And this present reality constitutes for us a proof of things that are still unseen. Faith draws the future into the present. So it is no longer simply a not yet. The fact that the future exists changes the present. The present is touched by the future reality, and thus the things of the future spill over into those of the present, and those of the present into those of the future. Wow, I just, like I said, I just, I love Pope Benedict. Um, You know, Pope Benedict was elected 2005. That was when I began my seminary, and, um, you know, I spent my first four years in Ohio at the Pontifical College, Josephina. And over there, um, we would, at dinner time, we would, we would read some of his like Wednesday audiences or, or some of his addresses and just, just a powerful pastoral man. He taught theology for so long. And when he would speak, he would draw from so much learning and reading he had done. He, he couldn't even source it. I mean, it was just so like ingrained into him. And then I was blessed and, 2010 to go to Rome and you know I remember seeing I remember seeing him in person for the first time it was I mean I saw him at some at his audiences but you know he's up in his balcony but I saw him it was um it was around Christmas time and it was at the nativity scene in St. Peter's Square and he got out of his Pope maybe and walked over to the nativity to see it he's a short little man <laughs> he was short I was I was so surprised he was short um but you know he ha- he had that permanent little grin on his face, you know always just very happy, um, and just a man who you know continued to write and 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 while I was in seminary just hearing his audiences, you know I loved going especially to like the Urbis at Orbis which was the you know it was like when he greeted the entire world and he did it on Easter Christmas Pentecost, and what's so beautiful was this man by himself would in like almost would in almost every single language of the entire world give a greeting in their language. Yeah. Obviously he'd start off in Italian, he'd do German, he'd do French, he'd do Spanish, he'd do English, he'd do Portuguese, he'd do Polish. I mean and then he went on and on and on. I mean he would then I mean when he started getting into these more obscure languages, he would maybe he would just say some, a short greeting, just you know, Merry Christmas, but he would still do it. I mean the languages he knew, his his catechesis that he would do on Wednesdays were, were just so packed. You know, encourage you, you know, go to www.vatican.va and go to the you know down at the bottom of the little Pope Benedict. Read some of his his homilies. Read some of his addresses. I mean, the man, a remarkable man. Um, just invite you to learn more about him as well this year. You know, we're 
just in his in his way because the first you know papal you know passing that we've experienced since john paul ii in 2006 um you know and so beautiful also that pope Benedict's last words his dying words were ich liebe dich which is german for i love you you know this man he, he wrote 66 books he wrote you know thou i mean thousands of letters you know he wrote encyclicals he, he did all these beautiful had so much learning but just kind of like saint thomas aquinas in the face of all that deep theology you know the the, the scriptures he learned all that that he knew that was all straw in the face of that one simple truth of god's love and his love for god so i think it's just just a simple reminder for us as well so i just wanted again to Give everyone a little New Year's greeting, some possibilities to do for this new year, and just give my blessing to you and your family into this new year. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Good and gracious God, we thank you and praise you for the blessings you pour down upon us. Lord, I ask you to bless all your children, your sons and daughters in this new year. Keep us centered on you, the one thing necessary. May we find the permanence of eternity. May we find the reality of your love. We pray that we may continue to guide our steps into your steps. We pray that we may continue to be saved in that hope. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, God bless everybody. Thank you for listening. Do you have an experience to share? Have you discovered a saint stalker? Has the spiritual life broken the barrier and transformed your everyday life? Or does heaven transform how you live on earth? We want to hear about it. Visit us at www.nolongerstranger.com or email me at frtreynolds at dioceselic.org. That's D-I-O-C-E-S-E. A-L-E-X dot O-R-G and share your story and even join us on the show. God bless.